You're about to listen to a message from the LifePoint Church, a warm and friendly home for the young at heart. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Let me tell your neighbor, I was talking about Jesus just now. Not falling in love with you. But let me look at them in the eye and tell them God loves you. God loves you. And tell them I represent God this Sunday morning. And I love you too. And if, if your neighbor is ignoring you, change your seat. To, it's too early. All right. Let's celebrate Emmanuel for sharing his God experience. Thank you so much. God bless you. God bless you. Um, all right. Um, help me ask the people around you for their names. Like, you know. Let's find out. Yeah. If you know their names already, ask them for their middle name. If you know their middle name, ask them for their age. Disrupt their solitude a bit. Our Father, we thank you. Uh, Thank you so much for coming to church this Sunday morning. Um, It's a huge honor to to be here. Um, One of the things that I would like us to do at some point in the service today is to pray. Um, When we come to church like this, the power of God is here. I'm very clear in my mind today that that God will love to reach out to someone whose heart is broken. Help me ask the person next to you, is your heart broken? Is your heart partially broken, fully broken? Um, so we'll pray about that and, and, and we'll see how the service goes. Uh, we, we have visiting with us today um, a team from Liberia. Um, I'd like us to make them feel very welcome. Thank you so much. Thank you so, so much. Uh, the Exponential Conference starts tomorrow, so it's such a huge honor to have them. Uh, Minister Benjamin, Pastor Lincoln, Pastor Vani, Pastor J.E. Dakradu, and Minister Survival Elliot. Thank you so much for coming. All right. I um, want to thank every worker who showed up yesterday. The people I hired to shout who who. I don't think you guys got your brief properly. <laughs> but anyway, every worker who showed up at, uh, at the training yesterday, God bless you. If you're a worker, if you're a worker, you didn't show up, God will bless you. <laughs> we'll meet somewhere shortly. Uh, summary of my conversation and charge to the church this morning is as follows. God loves us. He sends us with his love to the world. It is possible for us to not understand that and to think that the conversation we have with God about his love is purely a personal one. And so please tell the person next to you, tell them God has sent you. God has sent you. All right? God has sent you. Yeah. Because I know there's someone here who is saying, but Pierre, you don't understand. I am that broken-hearted person that you spoke about earlier. There's someone else who, you know, uh, when Falabi was singing that song, uh, and Falabi, you must write a love song soon. I talked about it during the week. I like all these worship songs you're writing. It's very nice. I, 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 but you should write a love song. So when you fall in love, soon, by the help of God. Uh, and I'm not ashamed. That is a prayer. I'm serious. It will come naturally. I heard Nifemi's voice. <laughs> you with a duet, you can Okay, let me not go there. I just, I'm going to focus on my message today. But Nifemi, you shouldn't be talking. Okay, uh, but I'm serious. Uh, I'm serious. So write us a song that we can listen to in good conscience, all right? So don't, don't take long. Let me just focus on the message. But this year, fall in love this year. Someone around, follow me, please tell him, fall in love this year. <laughs> the word of God. <laughs> uh, I'm a bit jumpy today. Um... Holy Spirit, I'm a bit jumpy, but it's fine. So, 
Jesus says in Isaiah chapter 61, or the scripture says in Isaiah chapter 61 and verse 1, it says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to those who are bound. So if there's anyone here who feels like they are unlovable, I think it's useful to just remind you that when you get saved, when you come into Christ, that God comes to live in you. Your value changes. In fact, the Bible says that God is love and he dwells within you. If God who is love dwells within you, you carry unusual capacity for love. We'll pray about it. For those who have been hurt by people who were meant to love you, God heals. When you read Isaiah chapter 61, verse 2 and 3, it says, To proclaim the acceptable day or year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, to console those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Tell the person next to you, God can mend a broken heart. It doesn't matter who broke your heart. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter whether his name is Olumide, her name is Jane, Nifemi, Falabi, it does not matter. Whether they came back from abroad, whether it was over the internet, whether they sent a text, it does not matter. For someone, it was not within the context of romantic love. For someone, it was your father who upped and left. For someone, it was your mother. For someone, it is your friends. For those who feel unworthy of love, that the true holder of your value is God. I love what God says in Isaiah chapter 54 and verse 10. It says, for even if the mountains walk away and the hills fall to pieces, my love will, will not walk away from you. My covenant commitment of peace won't fall apart. I think it's a message translation. God sends us with his love. In fact, as I was preparing for this, I kept that feeling that for a lot of us, me included, that it seems like we are living below our love potential. Help me tell the person next to you, tell them you can love a bit better. You, you can love a bit better. Uh, yeah. And I need, to, I need to clarify some things very quickly because, you know, once we start saying things like you can love a bit better, for some of us, there is a conflict in our mind. Because the song we heard on the radio that talks about love is followed by a line where the guy says, I want to hold your waist. I'm coming where you are. And so for us, we're like, yeah, Pierre, but isn't, isn't love what they say before they say that thing? So help me tell the person next to you, tell them love is not a feeling. Love, love is not a feeling. Love is not a, I don't think they heard you. So maybe look for the person next to you and tell them love is not sex. Love is not sex. Uh, ah, this service is going to be interesting. In fact, love is not attraction. It's not. It's not attraction. Because what I have found in life is that girl meets guy. Guy tall, like Cholu. Fine, like Fulabi. You know, has accent like P.I. Uh, it's a mix. Uh, and, and then the girl is attracted. Her heart is, and everything is moving. And she says she is in love. She is not in love. I may tell the lady next to you, that's not love. That's not love. That's not love. You look across the room after a glass or two of wine at a party. Your eyes lock through the alcohol haze. You say we connected. No. <laughs> That's not love. Attraction, actually, God puts it in the mix. It's an invitation to love. Attraction is an invitation to love. You see her, long legs, you know, fair, 
she looks like everything you want in a woman. You've never spoken to her. That attraction is an invitation to love. And we need to be careful to choose be, you know, between those who love us and those who are attracted to us. And I'm going somewhere. So, so marriage, I don't know why I'm even on this part, but marriage is not a romantic decision. Marriage is a life decision. But we're not talking about the love between a, a man and a woman today, no. We're talking about the fact that God loves us and that he sends us with that love. The Bible says, when we were yet seen as, Christ died for us. Help me to, to just say it. Say, I'm sent to love. I am, I am sent to love. And, I, and as I was preparing for this, I realized that for a number of us, we do not understand the purpose of love. We have, we've so bastardized the whole concept of love and conflated it with sex. So when somebody says, I love you, you blush because you think it's a sexual, but it has nothing to do with that. Absolutely nothing to do with that. And just to remind some guy that sex is meant for marriage. Only. So if you're having sex now and you're not married, please stop. Uh, tell a guy next to you, please stop, please stop, please stop. I need to focus on my message. I don't know, I can feel you guys pulling me in different directions. <sighs> quiet, quiet. Who are you telling don't stop? Is it a married man? Or is it a married man? Go right ahead. <sighs> I asked myself a couple of weeks ago, what is the purpose of love? John 15 and verse 13 in the NIV, the Bible says, Greater love has no man than this, to lay down one's life for one's friend. That is how God loves us. He will substitute himself for us. In fact, in, in Romans chapter 5, he puts it differently. He says, you see, at just the right time, when we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. It says, very rarely will anyone die for a, a righteous man. Though for a good, for an unrighteous man. It says, though for a good person, someone might dare possibly, might possibly dare to die. But God demonstrates his love for us in this. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. God sends us. And so in Galatians chapter 6 and verse 2, he says to carry each other's burdens. And in this way, you will fulfill the law of Christ. When God sends us with his love, he asks us to go and carry the burden of other people. Question to us, life point this morning is whose burden are you carrying? Whose place are you taking? Whose burden, whose load are you carrying? One great place to carry the burdens of people is in prayer. I beg you to spend time in intercession, church. We live in a tough world. But that every single day of your life, you should pray for someone that's not you. You are sent by God to love. Another thing that love does is that love covers. Love covers. Love forgives. It restores. It redeems the broken and the vulnerable. So Jesus has a conversation in John chapter 8 with the woman who was caught in adultery and who is about to be killed. The Bible says when you read from verse 10 to 11 that when Jesus raised himself and saw no one but the woman, he said to her, woman, where are those accusers of yours? 
has no one condemned you? And she said, no one, Lord. And Jesus said to her, neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. Jesus stands before or between that woman and condemnation. So he sends us to go and love. And so we cannot be the ones who then condemn people. Oh, did you see her skirts? Oh, did you see her dance step during praise and worship? Oh, did you see him? Oh, did you see what she put on Instagram? 1 Peter 4.8 in the Amplified Translation, it says, Above all, have fervent and unfailing love for one another. It says, because love covers a multitude of sins. It overlooks unkindness and unselfishly seeks the best for others. God has sent us with his love. Whose sins are you overlooking, life point? Someone brushed your car in traffic. You've blocked all of us. The car, you know that place was already bashed. Whose multitude of sins is your love covering? I, I like the fact that when God loves us, he uses his love to cover our hearts. I love it. In fact, I was saying to myself earlier in the week that sometimes when we read Joseph's story, we say to ourselves that Joseph is a real man of God. Because we, we cannot understand how someone will go through all the offense that he has gone through and still be fine. May I suggest to you that love had covered Joseph's heart already. When you step back a couple of chapters, the Bible says his father loved him so much that he took a jacket and gave to him. And it was a special jacket. And so what had happened was that Joseph had gotten to the point where his heart was so covered by love that he could not be offended when offense came. God is sending us. There's someone here, God is saying, would you let me wrap your heart around with my love? Because if you are still so easily offended, perhaps it means that your heart is exposed. Have you been to the airport before? And you know, there are some things, and I've never tried it before, but there are these people, nice people, who take their luggage that they bought with their hand and then wrap it with this cellophane thing. So when it gets to your Lagos airport, no demons will, will intervene. And so they wrap it. I can wrap my luggage like that because I've got style, you know. <laughs> it's a style before safety. But, but they wrap it. So when I look at it, it's... it's, <laughs> it's imp and they don't just wrap it once. Oh. oh, no. They wrap it. If you see the, the machine, they wrap, 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 wrap. Then they wrap it on the other side. Wrap, wrap, wrap. You pay for that thing. And there's no... For you to break into that bag... <laughs> What I also wonder is when you then get home with that bag, how do you then open, you know, you take a saw, a knife or something. But that's how God wants our hearts to be. But that song we were singing, and that beautiful song that, you know, we're singing, Jesus, I love you and you love me. He wants that to be something that we don't just say on Sunday. He wants when you wake up on Monday morning for your heart to be completely wrapped. And so when you get to the Lekki Akbar Expressway and somebody tries to, you know how we normally do, get in front of you when it's not their turn, you smile and you tell them it's going to be a beautiful day. But guess what? God then sends us to also cover the hearts of people God then sent us. Tell the person next to you, tell them God sent you. God, God sent you. God sent you. It says, because love covers a multitude of sin. At your first response, when you hear that someone has done something wrong, it's not, I knew it. God has caught them. Or men are scum. 
or this life self or church people your first response what does what the Bible say in Galatians chapter 6 and verse 1 if any of you is overtaken in the fault those of you who are more spiritual should restore such a one in the spirit of meekness love restores love restores love builds love builds love provides the material for progress and builds bridges for miracles the Bible would say concerning Jesus it says he was deeply moved with compassion uh, Matthew 9 36 you read it in the Passion Translation now the Bible says when he saw the vast crowds of people Jesus' heart was moved with compassion because they seemed weary and helpless. And so he sends us to go into a weary world and have hearts that can be moved with compassion. May I speak to a Lagos Christian here? You know that to live in Lagos, your heart has to be hard. Ah, no, because you know it's in Lagos that when you start to do that thing with your car, you indicate where you're going, otherwise known as trafficate. <laughs> that's when they know you just came. And that's when they will never stop. And so everybody knows you move first, then you trafficate or indicate later. In case they hit you, then you say, didn't you see? That if you stop for people to cross, even people behind you, honor, what is it? You think we are playing here? That politeness is taken as is taken with suspicion. And when you smile at people, they think you're about to kidnap them. <laughs> you just try, just be walking on the road. Hello, sir. Good morning. Just look at the blood of Jesus. <laughs> but you know you do it. Even somebody calls you, if somebody waves to you from another car, you don't you don't look at them and you look forward like and you change lanes. Because to live in Lagos, you have to be hard, you have to be tough. But not so. Not so. Love gives and sacrifices. John chapter 3 and verse 16, the Bible says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And so he sends us to love. No wonder he says in Matthew chapter 25, from verse 35 to 36, he says, When I was hungry, you gave me food. When I was thirsty, you gave me drink. I was a stranger and you took me in. Somebody says in Lagos, stranger. Yes, sir, we're Christians. He says, I was naked and you clothed me. It says, I was sick and you visited me. I was in prison and you came to me. God has sent you with his love. God has sent you with his love. Love hopes. Love hopes. Love never gives up. So in Hebrews 13 and verse 5, I think he's quoting out of Deuteronomy 31, I think. God that says, I will never leave you, nor forsake you. And so, as Christians, we are called to be the ones who keep on hoping about people. I like how 1 Corinthians chapter 13 and verse 7 says it in the Passion Translation. It says, love is a safe place of shelter. For it never stops believing the best for others. It says love never takes failure as defeat. For it never gives up. Love is powerful, guys. Love is not a feeling. It's not sex. It's not attraction. It's not flowers. Love is a calling. I know there are people here who say, I'm Idris, I'm still trying to understand my calling in God. Your calling is love. Someone says, I'm trying to find my purpose in life. 
Love is purpose. Love is your lifestyle. Love is Christian maturity. Love is wisdom. When you read James, I think James 3, when he begins to talk about wisdom and describe its attributes, if you compare it with 1 Corinthians chapter 13, you would find that it is not different at all. Love is warfare. And I've said it before, that those who are sent with the gospel must first go with love. That I find that we cannot be a church if we are not loving. In fact, 1 John is replete with statements that we cannot be Christians if we are not loving. I may tell the person next to you, tell them I need to feel your love. I, I need to feel your love. They didn't hear you, so maybe help me tell the person on the other side. Tell them I need to feel your love. Yeah. And I know this sounds very simple, but this is the very depth of our faith. This is the very depth of our faith. That God's love will not stop with you. That you will not be a blocker when it comes to the love of God. Have my neighbors felt the love of God? It's a thought that has been on my mind all week. That how does God love men? Because sometimes when we talk about it, we talk about it very theoretically. You know, God loves people. How does he do it? Because he's the same one who tells us that do not just love with words, but indeed. So how does God love people? And this whole week, I began to realize that one of the ways God proves to people that he loves them is that he sends you and I to them. No wonder Jesus says you are the light of the world. No wonder he says you are the salt of the earth. When he says you are the light of the world, it does not mean that you have a fluorescent bulb on the top of your head walking around in darkness. But what it means is that in the midst of unkindness, you show up with kindness. It means in the world where everyone is hoarding things and trying to keep things together, you are a giver. It means in the midst of a savage social media where we want to cut everyone and their father down to size, it means you are the one who covers the multitude of sin. It means you are the one who stands and says, I will not condemn you. That's what love does. Love covers, love builds, love protects. Love takes the place of another person. Those who are sent with the gospel must first go with love. Because love builds bridges. And so as Jesus goes around town, he would heal. As he goes around town, he would forgive. As he goes around town, he would feed someone. I'm always fascinated with the people who say we want to see miracles. And I love a good miracle. Oh man, I love miracles. I would also suggest that love is such a powerful thing that it can create miracles. Have you seen a lady loved by a guy and a guy loved by a lady? Some people, when you see them, when they come to church and have just fallen in love with a man, everything is all different. There's a smile. The usher says, sit on the floor. Yes, I'll lovely sit here. It's no problem at all. I was glad when they said to me, let's go to the house of the Lord. Any space at all is fine. The guys that are packing in the car say, you have to go and pack on the road. Oh, yes, fine. Let's make Love creates miracles, guys. Love creates miracles. And God is sending you and I 
I know there's someone who is waiting for God to send them to be president of Nigeria. Someone who is saying, God has sent me to build a big conglomerate. To build the biggest app that the world has ever seen. God has called me to be an apostle in the marketplace. Complex term, I never really understood it. God has sent me to be a teacher. Oh, God has called me to be a music minister. I'm a prophet. But 1 Corinthians chapter 13, Paul begins to explain to the Corinthian church. He says, all these things find their truest expressions in love. I remember saying once when we sing that song, um, Oh, the overwhelming, how does it Reckless love of God. Oh, it chases me. Fights till I'm found. Then what? The song is really long. It's very complex. 99. And then there's a part where it says, There is no, there's no shadow you won't chase. No shadow you won't light up. And then, come on, choir. Oh, no, I can't hear you. Come on. There's no shadow. Multimedia, God bless you. No shadow you won't light up. No mountain you won't climb up. And what else? Ah, there's no wall. I love this part. This is a very dramatic part. There's no wall you won't kick down. Lie you won't tear down. Just leave that, leave that, leave that wall you won't break. And you know, I think it was during one fast. You know when you fast, revelation comes. And one fast, we're fasting. And I remember God began to impress in my heart. That these walls, that he doesn't come down. <laughs> Multimedia, please leave it up for me. Thank you. God bless you. That he doesn't come down himself to light up the shadows, climb mountains, walls. And there are days when he would send angels. There are days when God will send angels. There are days when he would cause things to happen in the natural and the supernatural may I suggest to us life point that God sends us to kick down walls may I suggest to us body of Christ that God calls us and sends us to tear down lies may I suggest to you church that God calls you to light up people's shadows because that's why it's a body. So when they come to church on a Sunday, that there's an experience they have in God's presence because of you and with you, that breaks things down. That there is a text that you would send that would minister truth to the heart of someone. It's interesting how God has been you know, just playing with my heart the last couple of days and just telling me a lot of us young people are, are so privileged, right? Because you buy a bottle of perfume for how much? Give me a figure. 20K? What kind of perfume are you using? <laughs> 30,000? Yeah. And some of you don't want to speak because your perfume is 50K. In fact, some of you don't want to speak because your perfume is 100K. And... <laughs> No, let's not go there. Some of you have five. And it was just, it was just amusing how he was saying to me. He says, you know, Andrew, some of you, you spray people's salary every morning. Well, and I love, to, I love to smell good. People who know me know I love perfumes. I, I bought a book on perfumes once. I, I'm serious. But he was just explaining to me how much power we currently have. December is coming. Clean December is coming. Guys, don't just let me preach my message. <laughs> I'm the one preaching. December is coming. And some of those tickets are 20K. 30K. That is someone's salary. <laughs> that was uh, Emmanuel's starting salary. <laughs> so it means that if I don't go for that Bonner Boy show, I can give someone a 13th month. 
I could do both. Tell someone you can do better. Oh, you can do. You can do better. Tell them you can love better than this. You can. You can love better than this. Tell them you are a love machine. You are, you are a love machine. Yeah, yeah. That was, that's the word. Life point. God is calling us to love. He has sent us to love. I would stop with a parable, and so we can pray. I would stop with a parable of the talents. The master is going on a trip and he gives to the different servants different talents. One guy keeps it for himself. One guy keeps it for himself. And Jesus actually says he's a wicked person. In fact, I love the conversation he has with Peter. He says, Peter, do you love me? And Peter says, Lord, you know I love you. Don't you hear the song I sing on Sunday? And he says, I've sent you. Yeah. Holy Spirit, thank you. Um, God is sending us. God is sending us. Let's, 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 let's even let God use us this morning as we pray for the people around us. So if you don't mind, and even if they mind, hold your hand. What's the worst that can happen? I know you've been wanting to hold a hand all service, so you might as well just go ahead. But hold somebody's hands. And ask for permission as a polite person. Say, may I pray for you? whether they like it or not, just go ahead and pray in the Holy Ghost. <laughs> pray for them. Pray for them. Pray for them. Pray in the Holy Spirit. And if you don't pray in tongues, that's also fine. Just speak thanksgiving and gratitude over their life. Speak the grace of God over their life. Declare the blessing of God over their life. I like you to pray over them. Pray in the Holy Ghost that the Holy Spirit gives you utterance. I like you to speak a word over their life. Let's declare that even chains that are holding people down are broken. And if the person who I'm holding, if they need healing in any part of their body, the Lord heal them in the name of our Lord Jesus. If they need a breakthrough financially, Lord God, we pray in the name of Jesus. Let provision be made for them. I like you to pray for them. Jesus says unto Peter, he says, the devil had sought to sift you as wheat. He says, but I have prayed for you that your faith will not fail. I like us to pray and declare that their faith will not fail. Declare that they are like trees planted by the rivers of water, that they bring forth their fruit in due season. Their leaves do not wither. Declare that they are fruitful in the name of the Lord Jesus. Why don't you take another minute? I'd like you to be fervent and strong in your prayer. I'd like you to pray for them, that they're fulfilling all the counsel and the purpose of God in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that nothing missing nothing broken that song says there is no shadow you won't light up I'd like you to light up a shadow with your prayers it says there is no wall you won't kick down I'd like you to kick down a wall with your prayers we seed for our brothers we intercede for our sisters. We intercede for our fathers. We intercede for our mothers. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, God, that you will make a way for them. Could you just pray and ask God, Lord, would you send me with your love? 
that song says, where will you send me? I would go. So someone says, someone else is saying, Lord, I hear that you are sending me. Lord, I am ready to go. Someone is saying, Lord, I hear you are sending me. I will go with love. I will use love to protect, to cover, to abuse, to give. I, I will stand as a substitute. I will bear the burden of somebody else. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I will cover someone's heart. I will lift up someone who is depressed. I will send a note. I will buy a meal. I will clothe the naked. I will visit the person who is in prison. I will go out of my way and look for someone who is hurting. There's no shadow you light up. Continue crying love, coming after me. I like to just sing it very gently. So this morning we've said look Jesus heals the brokenhearted Jesus comforts those who mourn and so if there's anyone in the house today whose heart is heavy anyone who feels unloved anyone who has been battling with abuse anyone who's been left alone anyone who's feeling frustrated by the absence of love may I ask that you put your hand on your heart all eyes are closed people are just worshiping God may I ask that you put your hand on your heart just put your hand on your heart all around this place can we just go ahead and pray in the Holy Ghost just pray in the Holy Ghost gently if you could pray in the Holy Spirit would you please pray in the Holy Spirit and even if you can't pray in the Holy Spirit would you just pray healing in this house there is nothing I would say to you today that can heal you but Jesus is the one who heals the broken hearted so I'd like you to just put your hand on your heart and say Lord this is where it hurts can we sing messaging with song uh, excess love just sing it gently I like us to just keep on praying in the Holy Ghost that person who you still feel very unloved Church, could we pray that God will embrace that person's heart with his love this morning? Oh, 
that person who has been broken hearted can we pray that God will heal that heart make it brand new that he would pour out of the palm of Gilead that person who was left as a child broken-hearted in this place. I'd like us to just go ahead and declare that the love of God washes over their heart, washes over their lives. It says it will comfort those who mourn in Zion. I'd like you to just pray this morning and say, Lord, I'm praying for my brother, I'm praying for my sister, I'm praying for myself. Lord, let your love do a miracle in my life. Let your love do a miracle in my brother's life. Let your love do a miracle in my sister's life. Let the love of God break addictions in the name of the Lord Jesus. That that addiction, that person who keeps on going back to sex over and over and over again. Lord, we declare it is broken today in the name of the Lord Jesus. That person who keeps on going to drugs, we declare it stops today in the name of the Lord Jesus. We declare clouds of depression are lifted in the name of the Lord Jesus. That person who has been forsaken, we declare the favor of God encompasses you like a shield. That person who has been confused, your mind has shut down. Jesus says he is the resurrection and the life, and he loves you. He loves you. We speak life. We speak life. We speak life and fruitfulness in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Why don't we take another minute and pray for everyone who has been hurt by an authority figure, who has been hurt by a father, who has been hurt by a mother, who has been hurt by a pastor, who has been hurt by a boss. The Bible says, Is there no palm in Gilead? Let's pray for people who have been hurt by Nigeria. Who has been hurt by a lecturer? Lord heal like you alone can. Lord speak comfort like you alone can. Lord turn things around like you alone can. Lord make a way for them like you alone can. Embrace them, carry them Lord like you alone can. Lift them up like 
like you alone can, Lord, fight for them. Like you alone can, Lord, cause rivers to spring forth in the desert. Like you alone can, Lord, let the light of your countenance let it shine upon their heart. Like you alone can, let Makanda Maharabasika. You are the one who shines light in darkness. That you would heal the broken heart. That you would heal the dysfunctions. That you would heal that person whose mind is in a million places. Lastly today we pray for that person who, who they say will never find love. Let's just declare that they are loved. That is our prayer. That they are loved in unbelievable ways. They are loved in pure ways. That God will raise up men who raise up women. The Bible says, My God, our God, is the one who set the solitary in families. Yeah. That they will find their place in the body. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we thank you. We bring wounds before you. We bring pain before you. We bring weariness before you. Heaviness before you. Confusion before you. Dysfunctions, we bring them before you, Baba. The one who loves us perfectly. The one who loved us before we were born. While we were yet in our mother's wombs, you knew us. Ah, Before we had a complexion, before we had a height, a statistic, before we did anything right or wrong, Lord, we bring us before you. Let your love, let it break down walls. Let your love produce miracles. Let your love revive someone again. Let it break addictions forever. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Ah, Lord, let your love put a smile back on someone's face. Let it bring someone a friend. Let it bring someone comfort. Let it heal someone's body. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I don't know if someone is grateful. They want to shout a big amen. A huge amen. Again, let's celebrate Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's take that song one last time. Your love is kind. Your love is patient. Your love is patient. You feel my heart. You feel my heart. With so much peace and joy. Thank you for listening to a message from the LifePoint Church. To download more free messages, please visit www.soundcloud.com forward slash LifePointNG.